Welcome everyone to the Love Change Podcast. My name is Kay. And my name is Amor. This is Amor and live every Tuesday, <laughs> 7.30 European time. Follow us on Spotify, YouTube. Leave a five-star rating if you appreciate it. Help us grow. Yeah, especially following, following us, we remind you that we are online, which is pretty great. And there's a new episode. So that's also great. So you're not going to miss out on that. Why are we doing this? Because we promise to be honest, authentic and real and have no taboos. And we are making that promise every week anew and trying to show up as authentic as possible. Right? You can speak up a little bit. I'm trying to wake up. Okay, it's been napping. We love change. This is the Love Change Podcast. Um, If you care about change, if you also agree that change is the only constant in life, best thing to do is love it. And it's not always easy. It's not always pretty. It's not easy at all. And that's why we do this. What's today's topic, Kay? Self-acceptance. You wanted to do the intro? Go ahead. Go no, no, no. I wanted to do the general intro, which you just did. So now it's your turn. Ah, just you. kidding. <laughs> We're having a hello from Florida. That's amazing. Hi awesome, there. Awesome. Self-acceptance. Yeah. I'm not sure who is uh, who is more, uh, who is less introduce, at ease with the topic. Introduce the topic. <laughs> Woman, introduce the topic first. <laughs> self-acceptance. Yeah. What is self-acceptance? Accepting... Uh, Accepting what there is with all the demons and voices in your head that are telling you you're not good enough, not pretty enough, not something enough. And still going through life and showing yourself that actually you are. That's how I would call self-acceptance. What do you think, Amor? Um... I care about self-acceptance because I think it's something that relates to what we spoke about last week, is liberation, Mm -hmm. uh, setting yourself free. I think it matters in the concept of love change because uh, we change through time. And if we cannot accept that about ourselves, it's also difficult. Also, accepting that change is part of ourselves, I think, is an important aspect. I think most importantly, I think the biggest place where I see self-acceptance mattering is if I see how many people struggle with it. Mm. Uh, My personal journey of struggling with it, which we will elaborate on. Uh, The work I do as a coach around change and energy management. Um allowing yourself to feel the way you feel, think the way you think, look the way you look, like the things you like. Um, Just because that's your style, that's your... Person. Yeah, just accepting that instead of uh, feeling bad about it or wondering what other people might think, I think is such a big part of liberating yourself and also... uh, to think about the people that we connect with, with people that we like a lot, usually very authentic people who are like have their their kinks and quirks and they live and let live. Well, 
I think sometimes the let live part is even easier than the live part yourself, you know, and the people who we like who are so authentic, they're actually good at one thing and that is accepting themselves. Mm-hmm. But for me, the part of self-acceptance comes before liberation. You know, we spoke about liberation last week, but I feel self-acceptance is the first step. Like, you gotta be true to yourself and gotta really step into who you are before you can liberate yourself. Don't you think? No. No? No, I don't think it's a linear process. Not a linear process, but for me, the first one. Self-acceptance is closer before i think people have different like if i look at myself i've broken free from a lot of places and liberated myself from a lot of things uh without accepting myself okay Uh, it was still is a journey of mine to accept my own shortcomings to accept my own imperfections to uh, accept my own value and uh, dissect that part from my ego so to say like maybe my ego likes to think that I'm super cool and sometimes I'm not too bad I'm okay-ish yeah but most of the time I'm regular you know it's not like you're extraordinary all the time yeah absolutely and accepting that I think is it's definitely related to the extent which you can liberate yourself mm-hmm. and it could be for you a cornerstone that for builds, me it is, yeah. builds upon it and then you can grow further but it's not that it's like 100% self-acceptance before I can liberate myself but I gotta break the first wall to self-acceptance before I can liberate myself that's how I would phrase it the best doesn't but matter I think yeah. like you have liberated yourself before right mm-hmm. Are you accepting yourself fully by now? No. <laughs> so that, that's that's what I mean. I yeah, think but they go hand in hand. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think for whoever is listening and tuning in, a great question I stumbled upon when I was writing a, my book um, was actually, what are the things that I am ashamed of? Because I think if you're talking about self-acceptance, first of all, acknowledging the things that we prefer to hide mm-hmm. is is a is a difficult step to then expand upon it and to actually let go of that feeling of shame or guilt around certain things in your life, mm-hmm. um, which are mostly related to the past. I think yeah, big part of self-acceptance is towards the past and then there is a big part of it which has to do in the present in the now what are the things that you struggle with accepting from yourself right now i think the still the biggest portion is to accept my body um the way it is i think that is an ongoing journey since a couple years since a couple uh, many years Explain a little bit more. Um, Yeah, I think going through an eating disorder, working in fashion for 12 years, Mm. um, or working in fashion for 12 years. uh, Two of you have told me that even before your career, you were told a certain body type 
is nicer than in a different one, right? Yeah, I think just working in a fashion environment really um, magnified this idea, so that didn't make it easier at all. Mm. And I think that's something that you just cannot turn off from one day to the other. And uh, I think it just takes time. So that's what I'm observing on myself. It's like I have good days and I also have bad days. And accepting the bad days, knowing that there was a good days is part of the whole process as well. So. Um, and if you say it's something you struggle with your body, what are the thoughts and feelings that you have on a day that's not so great? I think what I was uh, recently um, unwrapping is really the idea that um, being disciplined is connected to being skinny. So basically discipline equals not eating mm. in a broader sense. And that's something that I'm like, wow, this is really bad. This is something really wrong. Um, mm. Because I, yeah, I don't think discipline equals starving yourself. You know, I think this is something really wrong. Like it doesn't but, serve But before any you purpose. step into starving yourself, what is that related to your body? Yeah, that you want to be skinny. So you think you're not skinny? I think I'm pretty okay most of the days, but I have days where I think I'm not, yeah. And that makes you upset or what does it Yeah, that makes me upset. That makes me think that I'm, uh, I'm weak and uh, don't have the discipline to push through and uh, do more workouts and eat less. And if you uh, look underneath all that, what's behind this want to be disciplined or be skinny? Because I don't know, do you like to be disciplined or do you like to be skinny? It just goes hand in hand. Okay. So of course being disciplined means showing up, uh, doing a great job, etc., proving people that you're the best match for your job or whatever. I'm gonna pull you into the that screen. Part. Am I am, I, am yeah. I hiding? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's kind of part of it. I, I really haven't figured out what is behind that. I think it's just something that I don't know, I have been adoring for so many years and uh, apparently yeah, I think there's you gotta just figure out how far your body can go, you know? So you can you can like you can maintain the lifestyle. Like I can stop eating and drop a couple kilos, but am I gonna be able to function? Most probably not. Yeah, but now we're talking about the solution or or, or ways to deal with it. What I'm trying to figure out is what you associate with being chubby. Because laziness. Laziness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For myself, that's where I would phrase it the best. So if I jiggle my teddy like this, you think I'm a lazy person? No, I don't think that ever about you, no. It's just towards yourself. Yeah. It's not really towards someone else. It's just like the biggest inner critic is for myself. That's mm -hmm. why it's uh, aiming so if you at. See, if you see, I also know you like the plus size models and stuff you're really mm -hmm. enthusiastic about no, it i adore that i'm like that's amazing that someone can liberate themselves so much and be super successful with that but besides the success is also just the internal dialogue of yes i like my body like yeah. this i adore that cannot imagine it for myself though mm. Mm. so yeah I mean, so your biggest self-acceptance 
journey has to do with how you look at your body how my body is changing also how i look at my body and how my body is changing obviously aging is also part of it mm. you know and i think this is something that uh, yeah of course yeah it's just uh, if you're a woman it's also a bit of a thing when you're aging to just be like yeah i'm embracing all the wrinkles that are coming my way I'm embracing a more womanly body because that's that's what it is at mm. some point. And uh, yeah, kind of looking at it without this severe judgy voices in your head or telling the voices to shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it just doesn't help. Like the more I observe it and the more... I have good days the more I really look at the bad days and I'm like what the fuck I have been in that mind state I don't know seven days a week years ago and like how destructive how self-destructive is that to mm. not accept that like you like I don't know it's just such a silly fight in some sense you know to like fight the body that you have been given to live this life I find that really selfish in some sense like ego selfish like it's a great body it's fully functioning it's amazing it's doing a great I job it looks quite pretty you know and that's why i'm more and more observing it now and seeing where i'm coming you know, what from. i what i find interesting about it is uh, the only one thing that i can compare it to is bodybuilding yeah. There's also people putting themselves through a very strict regime of food, hydration, training, weird supplements to, for a certain look. Mm-hmm. It's not functional at and all. And competition usually. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Not, every, not everybody. Some people just do it for themselves. It's an internal journey. Yeah. Uh, but it's all what the eyes perceive yeah so on one side we have the people who want to be super skinny and the other side the people who want to be super muscular mm-hmm. both of them i'm like what does it do exactly and then of course yeah you have people who are doing contact sport who are crossfitting who are doing marathons people who are relating it to performance mm-hmm. You know, like I that want that part. I get. What do you mean? You get yeah, that part. I get if you like, if your body looks a certain type because of a performance, then it's a functionality where it comes from. Yeah. So that part I find. Yeah, and this is smart. purely aesthetic. Yeah, but if it comes from a functionality because you run marathons, you have a certain body type. You didn't decide to run marathons necessarily to look that way. You know. No, people, people are not busy with the looks. They're busy exactly. with the performance. Exactly, and that and I find healthy. While the other... It's not taking the scope of the way the body looks. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference. It's like, how long does it take you to do this? How often can you do this? What is the output of your body? Yeah. The only, that's why I'm making the relationship with bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. Who also are like, no, I don't like this here. This here needs to be like this. Yeah. And then I'm going to train very difficult. Exactly, that one muscle to... Sculpt it. It's, yeah. it's sculpting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and you're more in the camp of uh, skinny is better. Yeah. 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 
And if you become fat someday, what will happen then? <laughs> I don't know if it gets there, but let's see. Cannot really can imagine. You, can you do you feel like people talk about this with each other? What do you mean? Like like you struggle with your own body image? Oh yeah. Do you talk with friends about I it? I do. I definitely do. And then what happens? Yeah, it's uh I think girls mostly respond the same. I know very many girls that are having the same struggles. And it's really like the point is if you talk to your friends and your best friends, they're like you know, you, you really gotta decide that the dialogue you're having with yourself, if you share it with your best friend, then usually those are like, wow, this is really harsh. Like, no, I don't see that on your body. Mm. I think you're having an amazing body, etc., etc. Does so that I help? Think, yeah, it does. It definitely does. Because mm. I think it's important to scan the, the monologue you're having with yourself and compare what you would tell your friend, you know? Mm. And what your friend would tell you compared to the monologue you're having with yourself and then really see that mm. maybe this is really way too harsh. So I find that really important and I find that really valuable also. But it's a journey. As I said yesterday, I think it's a big journey to really see that it's maybe 20% of what it was. And that changed um, the last couple of years. I mean, I'm following plenty of girls that are going through the journey as well and they have spent years and years on that. Love you. So yeah, I think that's just uh I think you you're making great progress. The part of it that I am curious about or wondering is more like what does it have to do with Yeah, I, I get it has to do with self acceptance. Yeah, the 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 self acceptance. For me like it would almost be like I don't like the color of my skin because I don't know, frankly, how much skinnier you want to get or be. I don't want to. That's the whole point. The point is to really be content with what is. Mm. It's I don't wake up in the morning and I'm not like, oh, I want to lose weight. That's passe. Yeah. Like, that's not what I'm doing. That's why. But, but to accept your body. Yeah. There's still days where I wake up and I think I'm fat. Mm point blank and to accept that this isn't just a voice in my head and it's not it's not the truth this is a journey and you think you think like just to accept that sometimes you have those voices will be the what is the best version of this for you what do you mean like what do you hope to wake up to one day to just really wake up look at the body and be like this is a wonderful body it's serving me an amazing purpose, and it does. Mm. It's carrying me around. It's super strong. Yeah, it's carrying I've, me around also half of the time. Sometimes, yeah. Not half of the time, but sometimes. Yeah, it's just like I would, you know, like coming from the perspective of how strong I am, I would not want to give that part up. So being skinny would also mean be less strong. So that's also something that you can look at and embrace because if i would have half of my legs they would not be as strong as they are mm. right so i think this is also part of the the process but yeah, that's yeah. to yeah. just wake up and really not judge put myself into my pants and not look in the mirror and be like okay your hips are big or your butt is big that's just that's just the process mm. yeah thank you for sharing thank you for listening and asking
What is your self-acceptance? Struggle. Mm. Or the more than one. Struggles, yeah, I think I have plenty. Um, I think for me, really struggling self-acceptance wise, I've come a long way mm -hmm. from feeling bad about my accident in the sense that I would be like, oh, now I'm weak and I'm supposed to be strong physically mm -hmm. or now I'm less uh, independent and I want to be more independent or um, those things I think I never really wake up feeling like you said too fat or something else I might go to bed feeling like that because I <laughs> You really <laughs> ate too much yeah, food. Like, oh. <laughs> but that's just reality. Yeah, that's just what <laughs> I did that day. But I don't know. I think... I'm happy you don't, honestly. So am I, but I don't come from that place. You mm -hmm. know, it was... I was in my teens, like, a head shorter and the same weight. And I was way chubby and I got teased a bit. Mm -hmm. And I trained and I changed that. Um, but not per se because I wanted to be skinny I wanted to be fit mm -hmm. you know I care more about functionality being fit than being skinny yeah. and right now I also don't feel as fit as I would like to but it's something I'm working on mm -hmm. but that doesn't drain me in that sense or create negative energy while I do remember when I was chubby as a kid, you know, before I would go to bed, I'll be like grabbing my bacon and wishing it away, you know. Well, okay. <clears throat> I think kids also can be pretty cruel when it comes to that, no? I wouldn't blame kids. I would like, I was chubby. I was the same weight, only 20 centimeters shorter. So then you're talking about one per person who's like, one meter sixty, weighing eighty, ninety kilos. That's a chubby yeah. person. Uh, I think. But there was a reason to wish it away, because you just didn't like it. Yeah, I wanted so, to be fit, yeah. and I wasn't. You know. Um, I think for me, the self acceptance part is way more psychological. Mm. towards myself I think the biggest struggle I still have ongoingly is uh, just accepting that I have less output than I used to have before mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm comparing it to an unrealistic output level because I always worked full-time while studying full-time mm -hmm. super on the left lane yeah Left, left, left to the left lane. Yeah, and full throttle. And now I noticed, like, past couple of months, I've been performing consistently. And I'm like, yeah, it's actually pretty difficult to keep this up, mm -hmm. this, this level of 
output that mm -hmm. I'm doing now to do it consistently. Like I'm happy if I get two to four hours of productivity out of myself per day. And that upsets me mm -hmm. uh, to accept that from myself. Um, I find it slightly unacceptable. Mm. Like if I'm honest about that, I'm like, yeah. uh, are you kidding honest. me? Yeah, are you kidding me? Is this is this like the brain capacity you have? No, it's not a brain thing. It's really an energy thing. Mm -hmm. Like I just drained quicker. I'm dealing with pain, yeah. um, discomfort. Also doing everything as an entrepreneur, so I don't have somebody telling me what I need to do. So I need to go through many different processes of thinking and, and, and structuring my thoughts before I get to a point to clarify what needs to be done and then do it. If I don't have a very conscious level of what am I doing exactly right now, what needs to happen, what is important, what is urgent. Mm -hmm. Those two, hours, those, yeah, hours those two hours, yeah, those two hours are also bleh. Yeah. And then I'm even more upset with myself and also like accepting the fact that I need more breaks. Um, I still feel like I can make a lot of progress in that sense to be, take more breaks on time, reload more often. Um, yeah, I think that's the toughest one for me, uh, ongoingly. Yeah, what are the thoughts that arose around that in your head? That I haven't done enough yet. Mm, okay. Like, I, I see my ambitions, I see the things that I have in my mind, and I want to make those reality. And I'm just not making the progress that I want or expect. Mm -hmm. And I've reached a point that I'm like, okay, it's what matters is effort. Mm. And I'm putting in the effort. And a lot of times it's wasted effort because I wasn't focused or I wasn't aligned, etc. Yeah. But in the end, I'm also struggling with really checking, okay, what did I actually do? And if it's not, as much as I would like it to be, then I have to accept that from myself because I cannot point a finger to anybody else. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, upsetting, frustrating, um, definitely uh, disencouraging. You're like, yeah, is this all I got? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah, so if I'm having a down moment, I'm really thinking like look at how much you're struggling and how little you're doing mm -hmm. you know why even bother mm -hmm. okay. yeah. I can remind myself of why I'm doing this because if I don't do it then all the pain and, and uh, difficulties I have just living life also mm -hmm. don't serve a purpose so it's why I'm doing this is because I feel a calling spiritually, purposefully aligned with it. But then I like 
become a capitalist and I'm like, you're not delivering on your purpose on time. Well, I also know for myself, like, hey, this is my life work. I can spend my life on this. There is no rush. Yeah. Just water it, give it time. It's giving growing roots. And uh, you're, you're making great efforts. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, are you kidding me? How many people have I helped setting up their business yeah. in what amount of time and where did they get? Yeah, I get that part. The consistency that you're building on sometimes just isn't there. Steps, uh, yeah, well, when it I is. Get, no, whatever when I the get steps sick, are, like if I look at that, okay, last week I got sick, the two weeks before it, I had been sick super low on creativity you know okay finally realize that i'm ill infected and then okay turn it down break unwind relax and then restart again all this unwinding and upwinding and getting back yeah. and getting off getting back getting off yeah. that's what the situation calls for and then what's behind the screen is accepting that this is you and this is your life mm. and then blaming yourself for it or not you know yeah the point is like blaming yourself will not ultimately add energy to anything so that's also a no no i think like i do hold myself accountable yeah for how I spend my time and if it's uh, constructive or destructive but to blame myself I don't but I think it's also a big part to be able to say uh, this is just how the cookie crumbles it's not always easy I get that absolutely get that like uh, last Friday with the social event everybody gathering mm-hmm did a lot of work organizing it, preparing it, and then... Couldn't join. Yeah, I couldn't join. And yeah. I did that because it's better for me not to join, but I also had to accept that for myself. I've had instances in the past that I would have tickets to go to a concert, but I can't. And then the people that I'm with are, like, upset. They're like, hey, come on, you, it was your idea. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm also <laughs> I'm bummed. still on for that, but not today. Yeah, I'm also yeah. bummed out about not being able to join. Yeah. So I think in that sense, what I do relate with a lot of people who fall ill or get an injury, it has to do with accepting your mortality, you know? Mm-hmm. We, we all want to be young and, and healthy. But it's not a promise. No, it's it's just not a promise. And for me, I, I get to see that promise being broken way more often. You know? yeah. it's, it's just uh, uh, upsetting. And for me, I think the way I relate it to self-acceptance is just that my mind is like, if I would be 80, I would be like, yeah, it's, it's time I, that the thing starts letting me down once in a while my Mm -hmm. body and i'm not saying my body lets me down but it's definitely not the body that i'm used to having and that's what i find interesting is also like it's eight years ago now it's not even yesterday or last Mm -hmm. week's like still after eight years to 
yeah, find the struggle there. I think, I think I made great progress from not acknowledging the struggle to super struggling with it, to not wanting it, to again, fighting with it in all sorts of type of ways. And now functionally, I am doing what it requires me to do mm-hmm. and I'm respecting it. Um, but to truly like accept that this is me, then I'm like, no, it's my body. Okay. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times I have to rest physically and my eyes are glassy. I cannot focus, but I'm like, but my spirit still wants, mm-hmm. you know, my spirit's not made to sit still so much. Yeah. Some people's spirits is, they're fine. Yeah, yours is not that I can feel very often. Yeah, and that's the disalignment that I feel in that self-acceptance part. I think that's also the learning that I'm doing and the sharing and the mentoring and the coaching that I'm able to do is to, because I have this experience of this disalignment, I recognize it also if somebody's life is not mm. aligned in that sense with their soul or spirit or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for me to be. Like last week when I was sick and I was just watching comedy all day, you were like, yeah, maybe you can do something better. And it really upset me because I'm like, yeah, I'm just keeping my spirit up. Yeah. Like I, I didn't mean something better. but I No, like the reason why that upsets me is also I would like to be able to do to more. Do yeah, yeah, or be more. out or be uh, interacting with people. But that's like the maximum you can step into that's all i got in that moment yeah to accept that for myself yeah preferably not but it's the way it is you know if i could choose i would choose differently what would you choose i would choose my old body yeah definitely or not my old body it's the same body my old neck would (laughs) fix the neck and then uh probably deal with other aspects of accepting myself i don't know if i would be better in my output or following my purpose or feeling this much of a purpose Mm. or groundedness because this situation of course has given me a lot of benefits and and advancements in those sense but if uh, see my friends training for a run or uh, doing some physical stuff and they're inviting me to drag me around on the course as well i might join for fun but i'm not getting the kick out of it that i used to you know just uh, uh, you can go hiking you can go surfing there's so much things you can do in nature, I guess, mm. that truly make you feel alive. That most city people they might walk or cycle, not everybody's doing crazy stuff all the time. Yeah. But to, uh, I think I would like in the, the past. I was always kickboxing, and I think I would still be doing that for staying fit. 
And then on top of that, like the guys were mountain biking. That was super cool. Mm. Hiking, I like it a lot. I would think I would go hiking a lot. Mm. But, mm. Yeah, I think in that sense, for me, the self-acceptance part is more with what I'm missing out on. Mm. And I can still create those things for myself and to, to a certain extent to experience it but it's way more complicated. Mm -hmm. And also I think uh, there is just this intense satisfaction of a physical performance, mm -hmm. whether it is yeah. running a whatever kilometers or climbing something or swimming, just the, the feeling you get from yeah, just having your heart beat up for 30 minutes and feeling your body being like, I don't want to do this anymore. And you yeah. managing to push through. I guess what I'm realizing as we're talking about it now is that I have that on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. That my body is telling me I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, and I, I absolutely push do, yeah. through, but it's just less spectacular. You know, mm -hmm. it's about... It's not putting the, uh, putting food on a plate while your shoulder hurts too much to lift your arm. Sometimes, yeah. So you know? it's way less spectacular. It's, it's, it's more the uh, daily things that that are already the 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 yeah. sport. I mean, also when we cycled the weekend, and then I was super tired in the evening, and then you were like, "Yeah, oh yeah, you cycled for like four hours." Like really the activity of cycling. Of course, you don't do that. Despite no, the fact that we are cycling around. Yeah. But of course, you don't move as much as I do. I have a battery. Yeah, I have a battery. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that is a big difference. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, I really like when I hear you talking about your body and being chubby or feeling chubby. I'm like... Seriously, who cares about all that? Be fit. Don't get tired after cycling for four hours. I know. That's why I feel bad talking about it. But at the same time, you're where you're at in your journey, right? 100%. And the struggle. So that's why I'm like, yeah. No, I'm happy you share. But for me, moments I felt bad about my body was because I neglected it from a training perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, if I didn't spend enough time physically because it also helps my mental image etc yeah so right now i'm also training plenty i'm always training plenty you do a lot honestly. and uh, i keep having bigger arms that yeah, fit in less biceps, and less t-shirts uh, without training my arms but <laughs> i guess uh, for me it's uh, there's just so much that's why i also don't understand your workouts for me, it's so boring. Like you should have fun working out, like with people or in a game. You don't know if I'm enjoying it. I, I don't know. No. Yeah, maybe, you don't know. Maybe so you are you're judging without knowing. No, but I, I feel like there is more fun out there in in packed in a Sometimes workout. Sometimes people don't look for fun in workouts. They just look for a Efficiency. challenge. Efficiency. No, they just look for a challenge. I get it. To I, do 50, 50 burpees in the morning kills the fuck out of me. Yeah, and that's something that makes me feel alive, yeah. Okay. If I accomplish number 50, I'm like, yeah. No, I think the, that challenge, my ass. the challenge is there. Yeah. 
and you get your ass kicked, which is great. But for me, I, I always found it more doable if it's fun. You know, if I'm going to work out four or five times a week, yeah. I also want to have a good time. Of course, I'm going to feel I'm, alive. I am in a home. having a good time. It's no, funny you that don't, you're saying it. You don't, you don't have to defend what you're doing. No, no, doing. I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, I do, because I also see progress, which makes me... Um, gives me a lot back mm. like the first day doing 50 burpees was just the fight of my life I and agree. after a week i'm like yeah i really i'm rocking it i'm seeing progress i just see people working out in the park and then i'm like that seems more appealing to me to you yeah. it doesn't need to be appealing to mm. me so yeah no <laughs> well <laughs> no maybe that's also just my yeah, lack of choice because i have to work out in a certain environment yeah. and when i see people having options i'm like hey you have options why are you choosing this limited option while well, you're like i don't care about those options no i really don't i care about the what i get out of it and how i feel and if i feel it's really challenging me what it does that's what makes me happy like i would also kickbox in the past and uh, trainings that i would really enjoy where i was like really destroyed afterwards mm. could not walk for three days that's why i was like yeah that's challenging so and it didn't matter if it would be outside inside just the activity itself is what yeah, matters I think for me for me the play I activity guess. like like playing a game of basketball yeah i'm not such a, a team person but such a team sport person, but I think that's also... You don't like people so much. <laughs> no, don't I don't like, like people so much, exactly. They don't like you. No, I'm just not... I don't know. If, like, I think, think if you grow too, up as a too, single child, it's also a bit of a... When you enter the field, you're like, I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> super intense. No, I remember when I was running back then a lot. I would never run uh, marathons, half marathons, whatever. I would never want to run. With people. Because, yeah, because I was like, I don't want to have that competitive edge. And when I did once, I completely overdid it. I really broke down. So you're competitive. In the evening at home, had a super heartbeat, super problems to breathe and shit. Like, really, actually okay. needed to go to the hospital, didn't do. But I don't know. I just like, if I do it by myself, I can decide my own pace like and that is up. healthy. Yeah. And if I do it with other people, you're like, oh, everyone is running faster. I got to run the same pace while it's a 12 kilometer run. So then maybe they run fast in the beginning, but then they lose it. But I would still be running. So I don't know. It's not so much me, but yeah, diverging from the topic, actually. But <laughs> Maybe a nice topic for next week, the competition. The competition. Yeah, you, I think you're very competitive too, so. I never really partook, but yeah, I think so. I think you are. When it comes to Let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> talk about it next week. Yeah. Today for self-acceptance. Uh, I hope uh, us opening up a little bit about it helped you. Yeah. In your journey, accepting yourself. Um, I guess for you, the answer of the things you would be ashamed of was your body. Right? The question. Answer. Yeah. The question of what you're ashamed of, yeah, have been ashamed of your body, which yeah. is super waste to be ashamed of your body. But Absolutely. it's 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 a valid uh, experience, something you can work on. For me, yeah, but also cherishing the steps that you go. You know, looking back and seeing how far you've gotten and 
It might feel like no progress, I agree in that sense, but if I look at it now, no, compared to a couple of years ago, I'm like, yeah, I have days where I wake up and feel shitty, but these are very few days. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, how would you summarize? What was your... <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I think it's... Uh... Uh, I think it has to do with chronic illness, dealing with your uh, how much you can take on a daily basis when mm. you're dealing with health issues, uh, allowing your recovery, allowing your rest. I never looked at myself as somebody who's chronically ill, but factually I am. Um, that's how it's written in my medical fi file. That's why I'm part of somebody else's book who's talking about what sense does it make to be sick. Yeah. The, the amount of people who are chronically ill is growing, whether that's a mental or physical ailment. Yeah. And all those people have to deal with uh, what output or in what level they, can f they feel like they can participate and they're allowed to participate. Um, those things uh, can be difficult to accept about your life. And other people have uh, varying issues. I know from personal conversations, people struggle with their sexuality. People struggle with their identity, their heritage, their family, things to accept from yourself, yeah. um, which you cannot change. So you're only giving yourself a hard time, but not by not accepting those things in yourself. And it's a step-by-step -step process. Uh, celebrate yourself celebrate your own struggle in that sense and your wins even the small wins I think that's really yeah, all the small wins to acknowledge the small, small ones as well If no matter how small they may look like but mm. they matter a lot yeah you matter you yeah. can change it all so if you're in a bad place regarding your self acceptance Keep the hope, keep the spirit. There is growth ahead of you. Uh, we love change. We hope you do too. Give us a like, subscribe, and see you next week on the Love Change Podcast. Thank you for opening up, Amar. Thanks, the That's same wonderful. to you, Kay. See you next week. Love Change Bye. out.